Hello, everyone. Welcome to NoCo Live, NoCo FM's weekly live internet television broadcast streamy thing. Uh, <laughs> weekly. <laughs> weekly. Hey, you hey. know what? This is our second week in a row. I think we're doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're doing. We're killing it. We're fucking killing it, guys. Um, Joining me, uh, not here in the studio, because that's illegal now, but elsewhere, um, in the safety of their homes, KevCat Martinez. Hi, it's me. I'm in my home. Look at my tapestry. You do have a beautiful tapestry. And uh, even though we Thank can't you. see him because something's weird about the software, Mr. Charles Joseph Kelly, how are you, sir? He's putting a light I on his face. I have a light under my chin. I've got a light under my chin to tell you all the spooky stories that are <laughs> happening here in Colorado. Spooky Charles is what they call me. <laughs> oh, I love Spooky Charles. You can't see it. Oh, it's not funny. You look like an egg. Miss Crazy Fangirl, what's up, guys? Hope everyone's doing good. Oh, I want to talk about Miss Crazy Fangirl for a second. So... This crazy fangirl messaged me after I like posted a video. I was like, if anyone's got spare masks, let me know. And she was like, I got a couple. Uh, I can possibly send them your way. And I was like, that would be so dope. Um, and then she was like, well, I can't send you the ones I have. But I want to send you some because you need some because you're in home care. And I was like, do not buy anything for me, especially if you're not in a good situation or anything like that. And she's like, we are solid and I want to make sure you're safe. And that was really fucking dope. Oh, that's so, awesome. That's wonderful. Shout out to Miss Crazy Fangirl. We heart you, Miss Crazy Fangirl. And we miss you. you. So, guys, how's everyone's uh, how's everyone's week? I don't even know. I'm doing, if I'm it doing good. If I'm it doing, weren't. Sorry. No, go for it. <laughs> no. I it's was fine. Gonna say I'm going to interrupt I... you this entire time. This is wonderful. <laughs> this is fantastic television. <laughs> if I didn't know, if we weren't doing this show, I wouldn't know what day it is. Like, that's how removed I am from anything resembling a normal routine. So, um, I know I had to work today, which consisted of me going from one room in my house to the other. Oh, um, same. I, I didn't even leave rooms. I went from the same room that I woke up in to the computer desk, and I sat there for eight hours, and I talked to people about their emails. It was great. I Oh, I want to tell you a story about today. I had a, it was a, almost a two-hour phone call with this lady uh, today that regarded in me having to tell her for two hours straight, no, you cannot trim down other people's videos on YouTube. You cannot do it. I'm sorry. Oh, you can't do it. She's like, but the, the YouTube website says that you can trim videos. And I'm like, yes. Videos you can that trim you upload. your own videos. <laughs> you can trim your own videos. You have not uploaded these videos, right? She's like, no, they're on somebody else's. So you can't do this. And that's the conversation for two hours. What? Why did she want to, though? Wait, what happened? Was she like, I don't under? Was she like, oh man, they showed they showed shoulder dog, not in my good Christian home, and like wanted to get that shit out of there. <laughs> not in my good no, Christian home. This person wanted to. This this person wanted to remove the name of the person who created the video, so she can put it off as her own content. And I'm just like. I'm not there for that shit. And she and called like, support I, with that request? Are you joking me? Oh, dog, man. Old, older people don't know what's what the, the situation is. I mean, look at look at uh, most memes that are created by older generations. It's it's <laughs> not we saw we saw a meme created by somebody that had placed meme text over other meme text. So it's yeah. impossible to really read what was happening in the moment because, man the older generation just it's it's a lack of understanding of computers and that's fine that's fine but like don't steal other people's shit y'all like I mean, that's, I, that's that's i get that there's a lack of understanding about computers that that is not difficult for me to grasp what's difficult for me to grasp is if they were to take what they're trying to do and apply it to any other situation it would be a crime, like a like 
They literally went crime. to the shopkeeper and asked him how to rob the place. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, can, can you just tell me like the best exit that's unguarded real quick? This crazy fangirl says the boomer is strong with this one. Um, My favorite boomer memes are the ones where it's like, does anybody like sauerkraut anymore? Like and share if you do. <laughs> you, you know, nobody, nobody will read these messages and actually like your shit. Yeah, you know what, Karen? It's because your shit sucks. That's why nobody likes your shit. <laughs> it's because you're fucking like going for petty points in a meme. I'm here for a good time and a shit post. Nothing else. You know, I... I I have to also feel bad a little bit for anyone named Karen because they're automatically the subject of like hateful memes. <laughs> if you're cool, it's you're their fault. Person, it's their yeah, fault. It really is. If you are a good Karen and you're self-aware, then you know you brought this on yourself by being named Karen. You have to understand by taking that title, you have become the meme. They didn't choose to be named that. Karen, though. The second... They got those haircuts they did choose to be Karen. You know what I'm talking about? May I speak to the manager, Bob Cut? My kids are named Braylon, Kaylin, and Jalen. <laughs> and Brandine. Okay. Oh, and Brandine. There course. are. Like, okay. Talking about fav- famous Karens, there's like <laughs> one dog, and that's like Karen Gillian. Uh, Gil- Karen Gillian, and that's like it. And you know she's dope. I like that. I'm but like ridiculously in love with her. Jesus. <laughs> she was supposed to do Denver Comic Con a couple years ago, and then she canceled, and it broke my heart. I'm still not over it. Oh. Um, you should call her. You should text her and tell her what's up. But you, she broke your feelings. Yeah. yeah can you? Yeah. Hit <laughs> if she'd return my calls, I, I totally would. Kev, can you look like you want to say something? <laughs> No! <laughs> Don't worry. Someone was leaving and I had to show affection. That's fair. I'm not naming names. It was so- I want I want I want to interrupt you guys because I braved the store yesterday. I went to Walmart yesterday. Ooh, and went there that? with my own human body. And I wanna do a Charles's energy drink corner from the, the, the space that we're in. I just want to tell you of a specific item that I found in the store. Okay? Okay, go And for this it. shit is insanity. This is insanity. Jolly Rancher breakfast cereal. Jolly Rancher's breakfast cereal. It, yeah, yeah. This shit, this shit is like, it's, it's like, it's basically like Captain Crunch oops all berries, except with like the shape of Jolly Rancher's. Like this shit is like worse, yeah, worse than the pop cereal. Worse than the pop cereal. There's nothing I like about this. You said that, and I literally immediately imagined what the swallow up would taste like. I didn't even think about the flavor of the food, (laughs) just what the vomit would be like. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) And you know the worst, the worst part about it is like somebody uh, that and the fucking Twinkies one. The Twinkie yeah. one makes me so mad. Twinkie cereal, you've seen that popping up in the world, and I want to just punch the marketing person in the face who said, "Hey, you know that's that the the the, the, the cum donut? Do you guys know the cum donut that we sell in stores? Let's make that into a cum donut cereal. Let's just do it. Let's fucking go. Let's do this shit. Like that shit makes me so fucking mad, and I am I am so upset." Yo, I'm trying to start a war with some fucking cum donut cereal. Who's trying to get their shit rocked? <laughs> Hashtag cum donut cereal. You, you know, the, fucking... the sad thing about that is I was at the store uh, Friday. I think that's what day it was. Time's a flat circle. But uh, I was there on Friday and the only cereal that they had in stock, I shit you not, was the Twinkie cum donut cereal. Oh, no. Nobody fucking wants donuts in their face, except for me, maybe me when I'm high. But that's besides the point. <laughs> like, oh man, with all the snap. This crazy fangirl says there's a sour it. patch cereal, and that shit is atrocious. I believe oh, it. That, that sounds... doesn't sound good at all. And I like sour patch kids. Oh, I don't. I can't do sour candies anymore. 
it fucks oh. with me. That's unfortunate. I don't. I don't like sour. The sour anymore is like, and makes my mouth go, and I don't like it. You know what my favorite part about eating sour gummies is? Is that you just like, you forget that they're actually pain wrapped in like niceness. You get a lovely experience for the first two, right? And then once you get into the fourth and the seventh, like your tongue starts to break apart and it's like Pangea up in this bitch. It's time to split the continents. And you just have, you're bleeding everywhere and you can't feel anything for three hours. And that's my favorite part of sour candies. I hate this. So Fair. Much. <laughs> it's just destroyed. It's like eating sandpaper that tastes good. Okay. Question. I'm confused. Because I've got my, my, uh, my headset mic right currently. Is there, is there a lot of plosives right now? Are you getting a lot of plosives on oh, mic? For me. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza please, pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. <laughs> um, Is that your Roger Rabbit? Bring pizza. Yeah. Please. Uh, that's all I got uh, for Roger Rabbit. I, this <laughs> that wasn't bad. Noco FM, everybody. That wasn't bad. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, I'm not even going to try. Yeah. Please yeah. bring uh, oh, Pam Pizza. I already forgot the line. <laughs> please, please bring, bring Pam Pizza from Pizza Hut. Please bring... Uh, pussy from Pangea. Please bring pussy uh, from Pangea. Please bring plastic bottles. Uh, if you want to share, if you want to share uh, your favorite uh, p words, uh, go ahead and call in. There's a number on the screen. It's nine seven zero six 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 two six. That's nine seven zero six 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 noco, and uh, hit option three, and you'll get connected uh, right to the uh, show with us. Um, please on my peonies. What? <laughs> I said, please pee on my peonies. This like is not that dog. kind of show. That's... No, peonies! Flowers! Oh, see, I heard something entirely different. Peonies are not... I said, piss on my flowers. <laughs> I can do that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Did so, you mean poets? Boys, I miss hanging out with you both. This is ridiculous. Like, I, I get, I get that we need to be like human beings who like stay away from each other to save all of America. <laughs> but like, my, my dog, like, I cannot for the life of me stand not being around you two. It stinks. It yeah. stinks. I don't like it. Guys, it's really kind of awful. And. uh yeah, it's funny. So a friend of mine, uh, ooh, ooh, guys, we're getting a phone call. <laughs> oh shit! Yes. Uh, yes. See. Fucking come on in here. Let's see. How do I? I thought I added it. Hello. <laughs> you don't even know what to do. I don't. I suck. This is uh, like your job. I know. I'm the worst. I'm the absolute worst. Uh, why? Don't give up on us, Mystery Collie. <laughs> Let's see. Well, now it doesn't even show up as... Yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's okay. I love you, Mystery Caller. We appreciate you. You're wonderful. Uh, but we're back here. Talking, Try to call again. We'll, we'll see if we can if we can make it work. But uh, I'm, as, as you can probably see from the stream, there's a giant watermark in the bottom left-hand corner. Um, we're trying out some new streaming software um, to hopefully make our stream not look like asshole. So, um, oh, let's see. Hello? Yeah. Oh, damn it. Fuck. Christopher. What? Answer the call. I hear it vibrating. Yeah, and my phone is vibrating, but my phone's not connected to anything, so I don't I don't know what to do. That's if, the microphone. I'll take your phone. If yeah, but if I answer the call here, it actually puts the Skype call we're on on hold. Oh no! Oh. Do you have no, to invite them? So yeah, that that may not work out. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's gonna work out. I love you guys, but. I'm sorry you called in and it's not working out. Text us in the chat your favorite P things. Yeah, uh, <laughs> text us in the chat. Or whatever you want to talk about. This is, yeah. So anyways, um, what do you guys want to talk about this week? What's going on? What's going on in your weeks? It's been a whole week 
week since we chatted. You're looking at an essential employee, so I don't see anyone except for my clients and the people I live with, which is circus. Circus is a people? Right. How many people circus is circus? Is people. See, circus is actually uh, a being composed of several souls. It's the only way that he's managed to stay alive this far. Uh, he has the mm. blessing circus, of a gods. Circus is three babies in a trench coat. <laughs> that, um. that you can't. No, no, I'm vetoing this joke. <laughs> hmm. uh, I got this Chris, little dragon you? boy named Aeson. No, fuck. His name is Raquel. I'm so sorry, dude. Anyway, <laughs> do you want to see Chris, my dragon? How's it going? Uh, yes, I want to see your dragon. But Chris, tell me what you're doing. What am I doing? I am trying to stave off boredom. Um, I am not an essential employee, but thankfully I am still working. Ooh, look at that dragon. Hold on. I'm, right? I'm going to put you full screen, KK. Check out that dragon. Yeah. His name is Rayquan. I like it. Soon we'll have all of uh, uh, Wu-Tang in our house. Wait, did you say soon we'll have Wu all of Wu-Tang in my house? Yeah, because we have a skeleton frog named Aeson. Oh, and, uh, I was going to uh, say, you realize there's like 35 members of Wu-Tang Clan, right? Oh, yeah. You think I won't collect that many, like, cool statues and shit? <laughs> but do you know me? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen them play Pokemon? They nuzlocke that shit. Miss <laughs> <laughs> uh, Crazy Fangirl says, Pumpernickel and pancakes. Isn't it cool that we can put um, that on the screen? That's pretty nifty. Poppycock. I like this software. Um, um, I'm. How are you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing all right. You know, it's a struggle, and like we're trying to keep this upbeat, and and uh, that I'm just trying to keep busy. You know, which is difficult because it's hard to stay motivated on your own um, without like a, a clear goal in mind. Um, but one right. thing I am excited about that I've been able to put some time into is the new show we just launched on NOCO FM, which is Rabbit Hole Radio Theater. It is an uh, audio drama, and we just released the first season, um, which is actually a show that uh, was uh, produced um, way back when, but has not really seen the light of day since since then, uh, almost almost 15 years, or, or uh, yeah, almost 20 years since people have heard it. So um, we put the entire first season out, and, and that's all on uh, noco.fm, or if you just search for Rabbit Hole Radio Theater, um, you can hear the first season, which is called Portals, and that's really exciting. And what was really cool about that for me, two things. Um, I worked on the first season. I was on, on the writing and production staff for that. So to get the opportunity to put that out back into the world again so that more people can hear it um, is really exciting. But the other thing that was great about that is uh, I just recently connected or reconnected with uh, the gentleman who started Rabbit Hole Radio. Um, his name is Dave Robeson, and uh, he was kind of the guiding force um, behind that whole radio theater project. Um, and uh, it was really cool to reconnect with him and catch up. And we're talking about uh, having him collaborate on the, the new season um, of Rabbit Hole Radio that we're doing, which is called Salamander. So um, we're going to be putting that out. Well, we'll <laughs> we, we're still producing it. But that's really exciting to have a project um, to be involved in. And that's that's one thing I wanted to mention in terms of like finding a way to stay sane while we're all having to stay inside is like find some sort of project, find some sort of thing that you can put yourself into, even if it's minor. It doesn't have to be public facing. It doesn't have to be a podcast. It could be whatever it is. Um, a friend of mine said I could take up knitting, but I'm not good with needles, so I'm not going to do that. Um, but it's... You know, I thought I, I, I tried to take that uh, that advice to heart. So it's cool being able to put myself into a project because otherwise I just feel kind of aimless um, and lost. So I get um, that, man. Right. What are what are you guys um, doing to stave off the boredom? Uh, I mostly art. Like I've, I've turned a lot to like art. I'm still out and working um, because I have to be out of my house during it. But my other job 
at the moment is closed down, so I'm having a little bit more time on my hands, and it's mostly just been art, and I, like, the thing is, like, with finding a purpose, sometimes it's hard to even, like, especially when you're cooped up, to find the motivation to even start your project. I think the easiest thing for me, especially when I was going through um, a pretty tough time, was something that they use a lot with people who struggle with their mental health, and it's one neat aspect. If you have one thing that you do every day, for me, it's making my bed. So if I did nothing else, at least I made my bed, you know? Mm. And you always make sure that that one thing is taken care of. So you have the ability to be proud of that. Yeah, it's it's like a take you know take take advantage and take ownership of those small things that you do have control of, right? It doesn't have to be a large accomplishment, or you know, it, it you know it just has to be something that you can say I'm going to do and I'm going to make sure this gets done. Um, I've started trying to exercise more at home. Um, I've been I've been looking up some some yoga apps and classes that I uh, have the opportunity to do. Um, so I've been checking some of that out, but. Um, making that choice feels kind of daunting. So, um, one thing, uh, one thing I've done is, uh, just making sure that I do, I'm doing a hundred crunches every day, um, which is awful because yeah. I'm, I'm a little fat kid. So <laughs> it's difficult to do because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like the Pillsbury Doughboy trying to do sit-ups. It's awful. But at the same time, that when I get it done, when I get it done, it, you know, I can say I did that thing for today. And it doesn't have to be something that anyone but me acknowledges, sees, or understands as long as I know that I did it or as long as you know that you made your bed. You know, that's, that's a good thing. Uh, yeah. We got a comment. Fangirl says, what I'm learning to pass the time is how to fight with lightsabers and how to bake desserts from scratch. Oh. She go, they go hardcore. They learn that good shit, real-life application talents. That's awesome. My question, Fangirl, is are you doing those at the same time? Oh, Can you imagine just like if yes, that, like, you're my new favorite person, spin. even though you were already like at the top of the list anyway. So, uh. but uh, what Char you, Charles, you what are, Charles, well, just uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just uh, <laughs> I'm just being a, a turd over here. Uh, I turd what have Ferguson. I been doing? Uh, I've been turd Ferguson over here. Uh, I have been, you guys have been productive. I've been a trash goblin. I've been a little, I'm that, that scene of Always Sunny where Danny DeVito says, I'm going to be the trash man and I'm going to come out on stage and I'm going to eat all the trash. Uh, trash. And that's literally, literally like what I've been filling up my body with is like Cheez-Its and oatmeal <laughs> cream pies and like uh, and vodka. And and vodka, uh, is that what you said? And vodka, and uh, honestly, like I've been treating, I've been treating my body like a temple. If the temple was, uh, a, is it the temple of a, doom? <laughs> that's fuck. Yeah, that's such a better joke. <laughs> temple of doom. Uh, you're welcome. You're, you're that was awesome. Um, so with with that, I've I've been playing a lot of video games. I've been playing a lot of. There's a. Uh, so I have Xbox Game Pass, right? So I get access to like a hundred different Xbox games all at once. Mm -hmm. There's a uh, there's a Power Rangers fighting game that came out a few years ago that just got dropped on uh, Game Pass. That is absolute hot garbage. It is so bad. But I have played <laughs> so much of this fucking Power Rangers game, uh, and like the story is like, hey, there's Power Rangers from different dimensions. These are the bad ones. But these are the good ones. The good ones are being taken over by the bad ones. How are the good ones going to win? And do you know why? It's because they fight. They fight them with the power your fists and guns. And there's a literally like, there's a, the this sounds amazing. The black, black, black Ranger, the classic black Ranger outfits uh, that Zach wears in the original one uh -huh. is taken over by these, these group of like mercenaries from the alternate dimension. And you know what their power is? Guns. They got real good <laughs> guns, man. They've got big old guns they can shoot you with. Guess what? You're no match for my power ranger. They're not even power ranger guns. They're literally like AK 47s that they're just shooting at people. It's, it's obnoxious. The game is that ridiculous. Sounds, dude. That sounds awesome though. 
I mean, here's, here's the thing. I, I wouldn't say you're being a trash goblin. I'd say that you are finding something fun to enjoy uh, that doesn't hurt anybody, and that's a good thing. Oh, it hurts me uh, physically. Uh, with, with how much I'm, like, curled up in this chair, just, like, in the fetal position on this chair, uh, sitting like a normal bisexual does. Uh, and I end up... I end up uh, like getting out of the chair and being like, "Oh, I am an old man and my body hates me. I can't sit like a bisexual anymore. That's not something that I can do." Uh, so, uh, <laughs> also, we actually released an episode of Talk and Roll again. Yes, there's a brand new episode of Talk and Roll. Episode 21 is out, so check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, Fangirl fun. says, "I'm fighting Obi Wan Cannoli, which is <laughs> oh, wonderful." So good. Oh my uh, god. Hmm, funny joke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like three people get that raffle. What I love about this show is that it's 100% comedy gold. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we hit it every time, especially when you thought that seagulls were vultures. Have you seen, um, have you guys seen the video of of Kermit the Frog as Chancellor Palpatine? No. No. So it's it's the whole like final scene where you know like uh, uh, Mace Windu kind of confronts him and everything like that, and he's like, "I am the Senate, and it's treason." Then, and then he goes, "No!" When he spins at him. Uh, so it's great. I highly recommend watching this video. I, uh, I I'll, like I'll it. Link it. Do my best. Uh, Charles is coming in and out. But speaking of videos, uh, our friends in uh, Plasma Canvas just dropped a new video. So let's check that out, kids. And then we'll be back in a second to talk more about that.
I'm squirming, affirming, rebirthing. You suck. Sing along. Plasma Canvas. And that was their new song. What the? F- I don't remember the name of the song. Killer Majestic. It's not <laughs> Majestic. Yes, thank you. It's a new song. It's just a new video that they did with one, uh, one Side Dummy Records. Side One Dummy. Yes, our, our friends at Plasma Canvas, uh, Adrian Ray Ash, who's, who we've had on the show before, um, who's been a guest on the show and is also working on a podcast for this very network. Um, uh, their, 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 uh, band Plasma Canvas just got signed to side one dummy records, um, which is one of the kind of like premier, um, independent, um, punk rock, uh, album or, uh, labels that are out there. So congratulations to them, Adrian, we love you. Um, that video fucking rocked my face off and you're right, fangirl, uh, this shit smacks. How have I not heard these guys before? I don't know, but now you know. have. You obviously don't listen to my show, Miss Crazy Fangirl, oh, because I play them all out. the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I love her with all of my heart. She's one of the sweetest, kindest, most giving, like amazing people I've ever met. And she is a force to be reckoned with and she deserved it. And when she got this shit, she posted on Facebook. She was like, love you, mom. Fuck you, Dad. I made it. Hell I'm yeah! I'm so proud of her. That's, so that's punk rock as hell, which was just really fucking rad. Like I am super happy for for her and Jude. That's just kind of amazing. Is really the Jude only is one. a Jude had an article pub, published recently. They're both doing fucking amazing dope ass shit. That's rad. The other artists that are on that same label, like I'm also a pretty big fan of. Circus is bigger a fan, but. It's so great. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see like the tours and stuff as soon as this shit's over. Like I, I'm really excited for the where they're gonna go and what they're gonna do. It's gonna be amazing. I they deserve every second of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um and that's that's an interesting thing too that uh you know we wanna mention is um so many uh musicians and artists, basically people who perform for a living are screwed right now um, because they can't perform, they can't go out, they can't tour, um, they can't make their living um, because, as most people know, downloads and uh, Spotify streams don't really pay for shit. So if you like an independent artist like Plasma Canvas or whoever, um, buy something off their merch store if you can uh, swing it. Or if you can't buy anything, that's totally cool. Introduce them on Facebook to someone else that you think might be interested. Share their stuff. Follow them on social. Let them know that you love them. Let them know that you like their stuff. Um, and, and that support, um, they really need that right now because times are really, really hard um, for independent artists um, who don't have um, you know, huge uh, safety nets, which most of them don't. So, um, you know, follow them. Uh, you can find Plasma Canvas. I think they're plasmacanvas.bandcamp.com um, for their music and merch and at Plasma Canvas on the socials. So check them out. But yeah, Kevcat, um, I mean, you, you, we, we, I got introduced to Adrian through you um, and we, we've 
been privileged to see them perform live and they absolutely tear the house down. Um, for those of you who aren't from here, there's a, uh, a yearly festival called uh, uh, Bohemian Nights at New West Fest. And it's, it's a huge festival. Uh, artists from throughout Colorado come here, and there's usually a couple of national headliners as well, usually bands that are past their prime so that we can afford them. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm looking at you, Cake. But anyway... They, uh, oh, oh, you got to start controversy, dog. <laughs> it's not really controversial to say that Cake sucks at this point. However... Oh... Um, <laughs> Friends that are fans of Charles, them. I just Unless did that for you. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, Plasma Canvas played a very political, very emotionally charged set yeah, at Bohemian them. Nights and got to the point where they were essentially disinvited from the festival um, because they were told to not curse and not be political, essentially not be punk rock. And you can't really say that to a punk rock band um, and expect them to observe it because that kind of goes just, against the idea of punk. It was amazing. They were like, don't get too violent. No curse words, no pol politics. And they're like, dope. And then they rolled up on stage. Jude was wearing a shirt that said, never... it." Uh, never again is now and Adrian was wearing a shirt that said abolish ice yeah. so great <laughs> and then Adrian was also so this was right after god I don't even remember this is how sad the state of affairs is I don't even remember which shooting it was but it was shortly after a, a recent uh, shooting what event so there were heavily armed police at this festival in Fort Collins which is a city of 150,000 people maybe and there were heavily armed police uh, police officers as well as like SWAT team uh vehicles throughout the venues and Adrian was calling him out for being fascist uh, on which... stage on stage she was like I feel so much safer that these straight white men are holding fucking big ass guns protecting us and then she jumped into fucking like one of her most political songs <laughs> I love her so much and that's why, like, okay, so I saw a couple of people, not a whole lot of people, who were like, oh, I guess they sold out now. No, 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 no. Yeah, Adrian would never sell out. Adrian would probably cut off her fucking leg before she let anyone tell her how, what to do with her art and how to express herself and where to stand politically. And I, I'm so fucking proud of her, dude. And they're amazing, and they deserve every fucking minute of this. No doubt, and and it's it's funny when you th when you look at it like that, and and you know, if you're if you're if you have the ama right amount of luck and talent to become successful at something like that, um, people are gonna say, "Oh, you sold out because you signed to a label." Uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's selling out to finding a way to get paid for your work so that you can. Uh, live properly and feed your family and support yourself doing art. Uh, if that's selling out, then I guess that should be the aspiration of every artist. Um, get off your fucking high horse. You know, it would be, there's a difference between, uh, you know, getting an album deal or getting a movie produced or something like that where you have control over yourself, your being, your artistic output, and a circumstance where you are forced to set aside um, your you know your beliefs uh, just for the sake of doing it now if they if the label had come to them and said okay well yeah we're gonna go ahead and sign you and here's some money and here's whatever um and we're and you're gonna get you're famous gonna and you're gonna get popular, but you, you know you can't be political you can't say things about trump or you can't say things about ice i guarantee you they would not have signed that contract that's what selling out is. It's when you set aside your beliefs um, just to make some money. So by no means is that selling out. And I uh, have all the con collab uh, congratulations um, and, and uh, you know, wonderful wishes to Jude and to Adrian um, for um, getting to this point. And I can't wait to see what they do going forward. Oh my God. And Adrian, if, you're ever, if you ever watch this, I can't wait for that double date. I love you. Fangirl says, man, fuck ICE and fuck the Nazis. I will shout that from the roofs if I need to. No shit. Hey! <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so what else is going on, guys? Um, well, yeah. I've been playing a drinking game. Um, 
<laughs> and I basically drink whenever I feel like it. Join me, guys. Hey, anyone out there who's like chilling and watching this, drink with me every time you just you feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> what quarantine does to you. It's okay. How are you, Charles? I am fucked up. I'm not fucked up. I'm in my car. I'm not fucked up right now. Um, I'm 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 recording this episode from from the studio van. Uh, <laughs> I am I am hanging out with my with my partner and their kids, and their uh, bedtime is around this time. And I am obnoxiously loud, and I want them to get a good night's sleep before school tomorrow. So I am currently van boy when i'm recording uh this show so that's that's where we're at currently um what else what the fuck is going on i don't know uh <laughs> i i i'm enjoying the memes for tiger king more than uh the show like i watched the first episode and i'm like okay that's a uh, meth head who has tigers yeah I and then Full disclosure, I have not seen Tiger King yet, and everybody keeps telling me to watch it, and I feel disinclined to do it simply because people are telling me to. Uh, <laughs> I suppose that's my inner rebel. But have you watched it, Charles? Is it? I watched is it the, the first epitome episode. of trash television, like people are saying. It's oh, it's so fucking trash. Uh, and I, I, I love trash. Like I am a like I have talked multiple times about like the content that I enjoy on TikTok mm -hmm. is like the like goddamn trash fire content this case the show is is fine and but it's like it's it's like those tlc shows that are just just so trashy like like that like that one where the woman or, was uh exploiting the girl who uh, did the pageants like that kind of stuff yeah exactly what was that was fucking uh, mama june or whatever i yeah. never watched it mama i just june heard was about the it was the sequel i right. think it was like honey boo boo was the first one and before that she was on uh toddlers and chiara and the only reason i know all of this is because of memes my my dog i had a spot on my first podcast something random called mama june watch where I would watch Mama June and I would review Mama June and the big happenings of what would happen on that show on a regular basis. And <laughs> I miss that shit. <laughs> and like, I need to do that again. Maybe we should turn uh, Energy Drink Corner into Mama June Watch, where we don't watch Mama June, but we just watch trashy, like, uh, like, whatever. Just trash, trash. We just watch trash. And we I'm just comment on the trash. So back in my day, before uh, reality TV was a thing and, and really just, you know, started sending us to the apocalypse, um, my my uh, favorite or my version of trash TV that I really enjoyed was Beverly Hills 90210. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I bring this up not only because it's the point of reference that I have, but because <laughs> thanks in part to the quarantine, I am re-watching Beverly Hills 90210 from the beginning <laughs> all uh, yes. 10 seasons. Uh, yes, 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 yes. I yes. you, bitch. What? <laughs> what did you say, Kepka? Yes. I said I fucking believe in you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I loved it as a kid, and I, I recognize... I don't think I recognized then that it was quote-unquote trash TV. You know, it was just a teen soap opera um, before I, you know, realized that soap operas are kind of, you know, in that trash category. But I am having so much fun watching it right now and listening to the, like, bad 90s kind of, like, pop songs of the day and the dated references and the clothes and I, I don't know. It's a joyous occasion. Can can after after you're done with that show, can we please go back a couple decades and can we please watch as a family? Can we please watch TJ Hooker? Oh, dude, I loved TJ Hooker. My mom watched that show a lot when I was little, and uh, you know, I, I think Heather Locklear might have been my first crush, like based on that show. Okay, I'm, Kev, I'm Kev. gonna have make you, you guys. Ever heard of 
Oh, I was okay, literally about to say, I'm going to make you guys make fun of me because I, I have no idea what the fuck you're so, talking okay. about right okay. now. Okay, so TJ Oh, no. Oh, no. I, hold on. I at, least have to, I at least have to give the premise. Okay, but don't tell who it stars. Who it stars. Oh, okay. So TJ let me, Hooker. Let me make, yeah. TJ Hooker is a police drama. Um, in oh. from, from the like early to mid 1980s, um, co-starring a very young Heather Locklear, um, and starring as TJ Hooker as the titular character, uh, a certain you're not supposed to tell me a certain Starfleet captain. I already know who it is now. It's, it's William <laughs> Shatner. It's William Shatner. It's Bill Shatner as a fucking cop in. 80s with Heather Locklear and the shit it's the same like action as like he would get into fights in like Star Trek they're just like like chop it's so fucking funny it's so good it's so good it's a lot of fun it's a lot a lot of fun anytime I think of William Shatner I think of him performing a rocket man in that <laughs> bar and he's just like I'm a rocket have, yeah. have you ever seen him do his weird poetry interpretive dance song of I Want to Sex You Up? Oh, fuck. I don't think I have. And now that's the only thing I want to see. Okay, well, I I'll, I don't have that clip ready, but I'll get it for next week. And, and yeah. Oh, can we do that one? And can have you guys seen the music video of a Leonard Nimoy doing the Bilbo Baggins song? That's another, like, uh, that's a two-parter. I have oh not. my god! Oh my god! So in the seventies, I'm about to be right back. <laughs> so in the seventies, Leonard Nimoy tried to ha also have a music career, and he was hired. I don't know if he was hired to do. I think he was hired to do this song specifically, but he, he did a Bilbo Baggins song talking about Bilbo Baggins from The Hobbit and about how cool of a dude he was. This was before oh, the animated movie. This was before. It was just a fucking like he was just like I love this dope book. This dope book with this dope this dope Hobbit dude. Like Bilbo Baggins is fucking rad, and I'm gonna write a song about him, and it's gonna be hippie as shit. And it's I so good. I to this so strongly, though. Like, I feel that, like, this this character in this book that, like, is exclusively for nerds at the moment, that's my shit. I'm going to write a song. Have you checked out League raps? Like, League of Legends raps? They actually go hard sometimes. Like, those shits be rocking. So, Leonard Nimoy actually had a, a fairly illustrious uh, music-slash-spoken-word career leonard nimoy put out five different albums in three what? years between 1967 and 1970 um including <laughs> including such titles as his debut album leonard nimoy presents mr spock's music from outer space amazing iconic i love that uh, two sides of leonard nimoy the way i feel the New World of Leonard Nimoy, and I swear to God I'm not making any of these up, The Touch of Leonard Nimoy. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I'm going to get oh, fucking Vulcan neck pinch me, my dude. I'm so into this right now. We need to do a deep dive on uh, Leonard Nimoy's discography at some point on this show. Bet. Yes. Get his vinyl. Um, I... In the in the Facebook chat, I just posted the Leonard Nimoy music video. Can somebody post that in the Twitch chat? Because uh, everybody needs to see this shit. Because if you haven't seen the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins, this shit just it, it fucking slaps. And like the music video is 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 weird, and it's like hippie as shit, and it's 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 out of control. I think. <laughs> I played it for like I'm two ready. seconds and I'm already like ready to fucking jam. I'm fucking ready. I'm so hyped now, dog. You sold this shit so good. Uh, Mots for Tots popped out and said, yikes, I'm cringing. Uh, okay, not sure what you're cringing about. Leonard Nimoy oh, we or what? Or are you yeah, telling us? It's honestly like, dog, Chris, this show is so fucking cringeworthy. Like, oh my God, like nonstop cringe over here. I mean, that's bad. fine. But you know what? That's the cringe culture is dead. Fucking let us live. <laughs> uh, what's that? What's that meme? What's that meme? Like, shh, 
let me let people like things. Let people like things. Let yes. people enjoy things. Yeah. A uh, friend of mine said that when I was talking about uh, before reality TV took over the world, that I was forgetting about road rules and uh, real world. I didn't forget. You I just chose to? to ignore it. Actually, <laughs> um, Jarpy wants to know, what mic do you have? Uh, the uh, King, I'm not sure who you're talking to, but um, the mic that's in the shot, this one here, um, is the Rode Procaster. Uh, this one next to my face is is a, a head. It's a USB headset. It's cost like five dollars. <laughs> and uh, this one is from a gas station. <laughs> and, uh, someone... but normally, normally we do the roadcasters uh, for the show, but uh, due to uh, uh, the, the 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 situation that we're not going to name. The situation that should not be named. We are uh, chilling, chilling at home. Don't you dare start that coughing shit right now, bud. There, there, I was checking on my wine. There's some weirdness going on in our comments, guys. I don't know if you're seeing this, but uh, at Jarpy and at Mots for Tots are, uh, I don't know. They're having an argument of some kind. I'm not going to put it up on the screen oh. because I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but Just they seem, they seem to be having a conversation unto themselves. Let cool. me see it on Instagram. I want to see what it is. No, I'm kidding. No, let's let's move past it. Let's just finish up the show because we got like nine more minutes. I don't want to fucking focus on the that's true comment so section. We have <laughs> we have uh, nine minutes left, so um, I want to talk about probably the most important thing that happened today. Today is the 30th anniversary of the release of 1990s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Movie. Oh my god. If there was I was nothing, talking about this earlier. If there was nothing else to make you, me feel extremely old, it's the fact that that movie is now 30 years old. I want to... Okay, Kevcat, have you seen the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies? Are you talking about the one that he is celebrating the anniversary of? Yes. I've seen clips. I've been meaning to watch it, and I can't watch it with anyone but Circus. I'm going to explain fucking movies. Okay, I want to explain to you the premise of the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Okay, now hear me out. Uh, uh, is it Splinter is the bad guy? Shredder is the good guy, right? Or is the other way around? Yeah, other way around, dog. Shredder is the villain. Splinter is is the rat. Right, the rat that knows karate. So, right. So Shredder hires a bunch of punk kids on skateboards to steal shit and in doing so to tr- as a trade will train them as ninjas right by actual ninjas and then the teenage mutant ninja turtles go that's not okay and they fight <laughs> that's the movie it's that's wonderful not, that's not the movie at all <laughs> well, i mean it's uh, in broad strokes i suppose you to come in and wreck your shit he about to be like, no, nah, listen, you're missing the subtle ties of this and listen this. Listen here, dog. No, I, so fun facts about this movie. So this movie came out in 1990, and I don't remember what the budget was. It, it was, but it, it was relatively tiny by today's standards. And it came out at a time when, believe it or not, the Ninja Turtles were a hot property. The uh, cartoon show came out in 1987, and that's what started the whole Turtle Mania thing. When they decided to produce a live-action movie, uh, it was basically every major movie studio turned them down and said, "This is not going to work. It works as a cartoon, but it doesn't work for anyone older and a live-action thing. Nobody's going to buy it." So okay, so they went ahead and produced the movie using money from a Japanese company called Golden Harvest. And for those of you who know your Kung Fu movie history, Golden Harvest was responsible for bringing Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan and all of these uh, uh, martial arts films from Asia over to the United States for the first time. They were able to put up some money to produce the movie because nobody else would. Um, when the movie was finished, they sold it to a very small company called New Line Cinema, who at the time uh, had only really found success from the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Um, when, okay. teen- when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out, 
it earned a shitload of money and went on to become for several years until something else beat it the most successful independent film of all time. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, I'm a huge turtle fan. Most people who know me uh, know that, but uh, my favorite's Donatello, which is why you've seen him pop up in, in the show occasionally. But I mean, I, I, my childhood was essentially mostly Ninja Turtles, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. Batman and stuff like that. But um, if you go back and watch that movie, you consider the fact that it came out 30 years ago. And uh, to create the creature effects for the turtles, they hired Jim Henson. <gasps> I love him. I love his work. He's amazing. Jim Henson designed these effects and pushed animatronics to a point that no one had ever seen before. Um, and that was part okay. of the what made the movie special. And I swear to God, not all of the effects held up entirely. But if you look at the the movie now and you look at the designs of the turtles and you see what they're able to do it still looks pretty good by today's standards considering they made it for like a fraction of a fraction of what any movie would get made for now so right. i think that's pretty cool and every time i watch that movie which i'll admit is pretty frequently uh i i'm just in awe of jim henson's work and i you know, I never had the opportunity to meet Jim Henson, but that is someone whose voice in the world and whose artistic vision I miss pretty much every day. Hey, hey, Chris, can you can you jump into the, the Facebook chat real quick? Uh, just to check a message that I sent you. Uh, but I think, uh, sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to no, you're you're fine. Put that out in the world. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, I did. Thank you. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we just, uh, yep, cool, cool, uh, cool, cool. Sorry about the, the chat, guys. That got a little obnoxious yeah, there. Yeah, got a little out second. of hand. Um, I don't know. But anyways, I have no it's cool. idea what anyone's talking about. So anyway, I will check later. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that just because I thought that was neat. And if you That's haven't, um, I believe the movies are streaming on Netflix. So since most of us don't have anything better to do, go check those out. They're They're fun watches. And what's really cool about it for me was that even though it was based on a on a property that was kind of kid focused at the time, the movie is pretty damn adult. It's not like Punisher levels of violence, but um, it, it treats it treats the subject matter uh, a bit more uh, seriously than you would expect. So it's a good watch. I was going to mention something about old cartoons and old shows being really bad for kids, or like. Just being a lot looser with what they allowed kids to see. I mean, like, do you remember Ren and Stimpy? Ren and Stimpy was beyond fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you know, but that was technically for kids. Yeah. Also, there's a noodle on my ceiling, and I don't know how it got there. I don't either. Um, but yeah, Ren and Stimpy, God, that was another another show that was very creator-driven. Uh, the guy who created that show um, was basically like lord and master over it and was such a perfectionist that it took months for them to do episodes um, to the point where Nickelodeon fired him because they wasn't producing episodes on time. Charles. Oh, oh. You're you're not gonna call me out. I'm 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 fucking up so bad. You should you, my head should be on the chopping block right now. No. I, you know I I only picked Charles because I can't see him. I still can't see him. So you know I thought I thought I thought the dead air would be fun. Oh oh, oh so you're you're uh, you're just uh, afraid to say it to my face. I mean, no. I mean, get get your fucking show done, but <laughs> it's fine. Are <laughs> you going to fight me through the Skype? Let's do it. I put an episode out, and I've got three others That's uh, true. ready to... And that episode is funny as balls, so go and listen to it, folks. Um, Charles puts a ridiculous amount of work into every episode of Talk and Roll, and so, uh, you know, sometimes there's a little bit of a wait, but it is worth it. Um, <laughs> there won't be as much of a wait anymore. Uh, we're recording uh, quarantine episodes. We're, uh, I'm not sure exactly when. We're, we're figuring out microphone situations right now, but we've got the, the tools and the drive to record stuff. It's probably, honestly, we're probably going to do some like Skype-based things like this and mm -hmm. record some like off-kilter off like stuff, like not like some the talking, main story. Talking stuff. 
Uh, maybe I don't know. We're we're almost to the end of the the this leg of the campaign, so we may just take a break, but uh, from like the actual thing, and maybe do something like slightly different. Maybe just some like live other games, like playing something else for for like a maybe a couple weeks or something along those lines. We're, we're we'll figure it out, and mm-hmm. we just. Yeah, there's there's a lot there. Also, I need to prepare, so we'll probably see some more uh, live streams on Noco FM where I jump in and create the next uh, campaign. So that'll be fun. That's super exciting. Oh. And Charles, haven't you been doing some uh, some live streams with uh, with Jackbox as well? Yeah. So um, if if you guys want to, and I'll post this in the chat, um, you are very welcome to join us uh, in the talk and roll um, Discord. Uh, where we have been doing uh, 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 twice a week now, we've been doing uh, games uh, uh, like Jackbox, where we're just like as a as a community jumping together and having a fucking blast. Like it's it's dope. Like it's so much so much fun to to just jump in there and um, like hang out with people, and it's it's good because we get to be funny and silly and and do do the things that we would normally not like do in person but do online and it's it's nice it's nice to be able to do those things so um yeah yeah, it's good you know it's it's kind of one of those things that's like the you know necessity is the mother of invention we're all kind of struggling for ways to connect with other people while all this is going on uh, while we're all on lockdown so you know playing more games doing more live streams doing more zoom calls like whatever it is um i had a I had a Zoom call earlier today with a friend of mine who lives in Portland and was uh, was literally on a plane to Italy when the quarantine broke out. Shit. Oh, and fuck, spent dude. the next week trying to get back home before they closed the borders. Um, and then because they were in this, like basically the epicenter of the virus, um, had to self quarantine inside their house for two weeks, even before the stay at home orders came out. So, oh my God. but I was able to be on Skype with her and talk about, you know, what's going on, you know, how their day is, whatever. And like, it's just fun to connect um, with someone. And, and uh, it's increasingly important now because we're all feeling lonely. We're all feeling isolated. Um, and whatever you can do to uh, interact with other people and to stay connected to people um, is a good thing. Um, I agree. And it's, it's, it's good to, it's good to have that, you know, like I'm, I'm struggling, I'm struggling with that on a regular basis. Like I, I feel like it's very easy for us to become so disconnected, right? Like, and that's, that's where I'm struggling a lot because like, and I'm forcing myself really to like be sociable because it's very easy for me to just like disappear from the world. And that's not mm-hmm. what I want to do. So, um, Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I, we need to keep up on this show. We need to keep up on our shows, and we need to just be more sociable and just playing, you know, Jackbox here, there, or you know, we've been like a lot of us have been playing Animal Crossing. You know, that's something that we've all. now. Yeah, so um, that's that's you know something that we can can do together. So it's it's good. It's it feels good, and I'm glad that we're able to do it. So. Absolutely. And uh, for, for those of you watching the stream or watching later on YouTube, uh, the Discord link is up on the screen and uh, I'll put it in the show notes as well. So hop onto the Talk and Roll Discord. Um, check out what's going on there. There's a lot of people in that group um, just kind of, you know, building a little uh, a community, which is awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, t- between Talk and Roll and Rabbit Hole Radio Theater, like we're, we're kind of building up the um the fiction part of the the stories that we're telling, which is I don't know about you, Charles, but that's really exciting for me. Um, I love I love doing that kind of stuff. Well, and I mean, like we've got some some other stuff coming down the road yes, that's a little do. bit more fiction too. Mm-hmm. I can't. Talk, we don't want to talk about it just yet, but yeah. ooh, mystery, but, but fun mystery things coming down the pike, um, which is exciting. But uh, um. I don't know, guys. It's a little after ten. We are we ready to bring this puppy home? Yeah, I'm so hot. I'm trying not to say anything, but it's so hot in this apartment, and I feel like I'm dying. I gotta go. Okay, no, no dying. <laughs> uh, you have been listening to and or watching Noco Live, Noco FM's weekly 
I swear to God, weekly uh, live broadcast here from the NOCO FM studios in Fort Collins, Colorado, as well as other places while we're in quarantine. Um, you can follow us at NOCOFM on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We are everywhere. Um, we're not on TikTok yet. We need to do that. Um, but KevCat and Charles are on, are on TikTok, and you should follow them. Um, we have lots of lots of shows. I, I've talked about it a lot before, and chances are, if you're still watching, you already know all that. So check out what we're doing at NoCode.fm. Our newest show, Portals, is streaming now. The entire season of Portals is streaming now um, at RabbitHoleRadio.org. So check that out and uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcast because we have three more seasons of original radio drama um, coming to that very very soon. Um, we have an app. It's free. Um, just search NOCO FM in your uh, app store or your iTunes store or your Android store. All of your stores. Search for us and you'll find us there. KevCat, what's your show? My show is NOCO Gadio. N-O-C-O Gadio. If you don't know how to spell Gadio, you're not cool enough to listen to it. I only play LGBTQIA plus artists. Um, sometimes I have interviews. I most recently had an interview with Kill Sky. Um, then I'm hoping to get Adrian back on the show soon. And uh, maybe my dog ate Chad and a couple other prospects. So yeah, if you know any cool queer artists, send them my way. I'll play them on the show and it's pretty great. Absolutely. Uh, no Cogadio Fridays. Um, 7 p.m. Mountain, 9 p.m. Eastern on NoCo FM, streaming at NoCo.fm, the NoCo FM mobile app, or if you have one of those fancy Alexa or Google Home things that listen to your every word all the time, just say, just tell it to listen to NoCo FM and it will start playing our stream. We are streaming 24 hours a day, seven days a week, some of the best independent and hot new music that's out there um, in the world today, as well as all of our original shows. Um, another which is uh, Talk and Roll. Charles, where's that? When's that? Uh, it comes out every other Saturday on NOCO FM at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Uh, we, we do play Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, kind of. We don't really play it. It's besides the point. <laughs> uh, but you attempt to. But we, uh, we we attempt. We uh, there's a. I think like ninety. Like I I the comments that I get most is like the the thing that I enjoy about the show the most is how like like the, it devolves into madness and <laughs> Charles just trying to wrangle it all together like all these like fucking ADD kids just like <laughs> yelling at each other about stupid bullshit and they're like. Uh, that's it's funny it's funny because charles gets mad at everybody that's, that's <laughs> like, gonna be even oh, better i'm glad that my uh, that's gonna be even better over uh, skype i'm sure <laughs> it'll be it'll be interesting i'm 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 excited to to wrangle these uh these uh these cats yes <laughs> tis the hurting How cats do you wrangle a cat uh fangirl says this has been a great show thanks for having me guys you all are amazing so are you um and uh for those of you who are watching so are you as well thank you so much for watching we'll be back here next week same bat time same bat channel 11 p.m eastern 9 p.m mountain on uh noco fm and twitch and youtube and all those places thanks again for listening thanks again for watching we will see you next time. Yes.